0: It's like he had a parrot on his shoulder <laughs> a puck parrot unfortunately Scott Wedgewood's puck parrot was not enough to get the Stars the win on Tuesday night they lose 5 to 1 to their rivals the Winnipeg Jets and their old coach Rick Bonus and on today's episode we'll talk about this game and talk about what went wrong for the Stars and How much stock we should put into a loss like this? Are things starting to turn for the worse? Are the stars going to be just fine? Lots to talk about there. We'll also talk about Jason Robertson, who, despite the loss, stays red hot. And then we'll talk a little bit about Jake Gottinger and how desperate the stars are in need of him over the next week. All of that coming up on today's episode of Locked On Stars. Your Locked On Stars, your daily podcast on the Dallas Stars. I'm your host, Dane Lewis, your local expert on all things Dallas Stars hockey, credentialed member of the Dallas Stars media coming to you on this Wednesday, November 9th. And whether this is your first time here or you are a recurring listener of the show, thank you for stopping by and making Locked on Stars your first listen of the day. Be sure to hit the subscribe button if you're watching on YouTube and follow us on your favorite podcasting platform as well. You can also find us on social media at Locked on Stars on both Twitter and and Instagram, as well as my personal Twitter account at Dane double underscore Lewis. Thank you guys for the continued support on this podcast. Uh, let's jump into today's episode, though. Uh, a weird one, as we're talking about a Dallas Stars loss. The team had been doing very well as of late, winning several games in a row, both at home and away from the American Airlines Center, but they, they take a little bit of a stumble on Tuesday night, losing to the Winnipeg Jets by a score of 5-1, to one. Uh, one of those goals coming as a result of an empty netter near the end of the contest, but nonetheless, not a very fun game to watch. But I don't necessarily think that this is a game that should cause us, as fans of the team, spectators of the team, to hit any sort of panic button. Uh, to even to just put this game in perspective and put things in perspective in general, uh, you know, you look back to you know a few Saturdays ago, a few days before Halloween, Jake Ottinger goes down on October 29th versus the Rangers and. If someone from the future came to us in that moment and told All-Stars fans that the team would go 3 and 1 in the next 4 games with Jake Ottinger not playing in those games. I know for a fact that we would all be very very happy with that news and we should still be happy with what the Stars have done as of late. This was still a successful road trip. They get 4 out of 6 points. It just had a ugly ending. You never want to lose a game. You never want to lose a game like this, especially to a division rival and a division rival that you were in contention with for the top spot in your respective division. I mean, it's just a tough loss. It's not one you like to take, uh, but it's a loss that every team experiences a few times each and every season. And I said on yesterday's episode, you know, before the game, that if the Stars wanted to win, they needed at least one more really good performance from Scott Wedgwood. And the team got that in the first period. (laughs) But then after that, things started to go downhill Uh, for this team, and as a result, went downhill for their netminder. The Stars just played very sloppy. Both teams played just irresponsibly they couldn't really control the puck it seemed like even the ice was a little bit choppy and the the puck was bouncing around a little bit the stars were actually I think lucky to still have the game at a 0-0 stalemate going into the first intermission Wedgwood made some excellent saves there were a lot of odd man rushes for both teams and a few one-on-one breakaway opportunities that neither team was able to capitalize on uh, but then the Jets you know, took that, threw it in the trash. And then in the second period, they were able to capitalize on the Stars' mistakes. And pretty much every goal outside of the fifth and final one for the Jets, you can kind of go back and look. And there were just several mistakes made by this team, things that don't usually happen and things that aren't very natural um, or very common for this Stars team this season. You look at the first goal, the Jets did have numbers on the rush. It was actually one of the better rushes I've seen in the NHL this season. Uh, just absolute textbook zone entry and puck movement. It was a good play. Uh, you got to give credit to the Jets for their first goal, but Miro Haskinen uh, just in a rare moment got beat by. Uh, Mark Shifley in that moment. And I mean, he was trying to really guard two guys at once. Mason Marchment tried to come over and give some support, but by the time he was there, it was too little too late for Miro to make a move. And Shifley gets the easy feed, uh, a backdoor feed, and he's able to bury the puck. And then the second goal of the game, maybe the easiest one to point out the mistake, Scott Wedgwood mishandles the puck behind the net. Former Jets captain Blake Wheeler uh, applies the pressure gets the puck in the front of the net with no goalie home to defend, and Pierre-Luc Dubois takes advantage. The third goal of the game, it's actually, I mean, you can blame the Stars, I guess, for not being able to break it up, uh, but I think this is maybe the one that wasn't the empty netter that you can, again, just give credit to the Jets, too. It's an excellent pass from Kyle Connor to Mike Sh- Mark Shifley through Yanni Hockenpah. I think Hockenpah was in a fine enough position, uh, and I think if... You know, Kyle Connor makes that pass or tries to make that pass in that exact situation 10 times. He maybe only executes it two or three times, and that just happened to be one of them. And Shifley was in a good position, good pass, and he buries the puck. And the fourth goal uh, really just stung in the final two minutes. Uh, the Stars desperately needed to get even just shots on goal. Uh, After Jason Robertson's goal early in the second period, the Stars did not really generate much offense, and they needed a goal. They were down 3-1. They absolutely needed some form of momentum going into the second period, and not only did they not get one, they allowed the Jets to score their fourth consecutive goal, making it a three-goal deficit Uh, Going into the second and final intermission of the game, it just absolute backbreaker. We've seen the Stars do that a few other times this season, and in those games, we've seen those result in losses, letting other teams get all the momentum before going to break or going to intermission. And so it was a mistake-ridden game for the Stars: lots of turnovers, lots of sloppy passes, and and just some irresponsibility. And I don't think it's overall uh, a sign that things are crumbling or falling apart. I think they were just simply outplayed and you know it's something that was touched on on the broadcast by Josh and Razor several times sometimes you just flat out get beat Uh, you might have the better roster you might have the better personnel but sometimes a team just outplays you we see upsets like this minor upsets if you will uh, all the time across the world of sports teams in the NBA the NFL the MLB all teams sometimes inferior teams get wins over supposedly superior teams And, and you know I think if you play this game again, and it, as is common for the Stars and Jets, they always go back and forth. They exchange body blows. They exchange punches. Uh, this was kind of a you know a reverse of what happened in the first week of the season when the Jets came to Dallas. You know the Jets scored first, and then the Stars just opened up the floodgates offensively. It was really just the Stars getting a taste of their own medicine in this game. To quote uh, the great Dwight Schrute from the hit TV show The Office: "Not everything is a lesson. Sometimes." you just fail. And I think on Tuesday night, the Stars just failed. I don't think there is one specific thing that is going to doom this team for the foreseeable future. I think they just took a loss to a team that is very good. Uh, I don't think their offensive numbers quite reflect it, but this Winnipeg Jets team seems to be very legit as we're kind of getting close to the official end of the first month of the season. This Jets team has played incredibly well. uh, And I think that it's not too far-fetched to say right now that they'll be hanging around contention for a playoff spot in the Western Conference and maybe even a top three spot in the Central Division. It's a good Jets team. The Stars just had a bad night. You're going to have bad nights every now and again. And I think, you know, you have time now if you're the Stars to sit on this game because you don't play again until Friday. But at the same time, you don't want to sit and ponder on it too long. You know, learn the lessons that you can from it or, you know, pull the mistakes from it. I guess I said there's not really too many lessons to take away. Sometimes you just fail, but learn from your mistakes, wash it away from your memory, and then get ready to go rest up and get your bodies and your minds ready to go for the next game on Friday night with a team like the San Jose Sharks coming to town, which even though their record might not be great, they present their own challenges, which we'll talk about that a little bit later in the week. But you just got to move on from a game like this. Sometimes you just flat out get beat. And I think that's what happened to the Stars on Tuesday night in Winnipeg. Well, we're going to take a quick break, but when we come back, we will talk about the one bright spot in Tuesday Night's Loss. We're going to talk about a hot topic around the Dallas Stars world and a hot topic on this podcast. We'll talk about Jason Robertson right after this. Today's episode of Locked on Stars is brought to you by our friends at Athletic Greens and their product, AG1. With one delicious scoop of AG1, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, Whole food, sourced superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help you start your day right. This special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, nervous system, your immune system, your energy, recovery, focus, and aging. Tons of people take some kind of multivitamin, and it's important to choose one with high-quality ingredients that your body will actually absorb. AG1 is a small microhabit with big benefits. It's one thing you can do every single day to take great care of yourself. And your subscription comes with a free year supply of vitamin D, which is so important this time of year as we go into the winter months and we get less sunlight. Right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop and a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D in five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash NHL network. Again, that is athleticgreens.com slash NHL network to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Moving right along on this Wednesday episode of Locked on Stars, or rather the Locked on Jason Robertson podcast at this point. Thank you again for making us your first listen of the day. And like I said before we went to break, the one bright spot in last night's loss to the Jets was the performance of Jason Robertson. Uh, And for starters, it's really cool. He got to play in this game in Winnipeg. Uh, as the Jets were hosting Filipino Heritage Night, Jason Robertson being a Filipino-American player, playing in the National Hockey League, getting to play in this building on the night where they're celebrating that, and he also got to partake in the pregame ceremonial puck drop. Super cool, super awesome for him to get to do that uh, before the game last night. Um, Really cool opportunity for him. And then after that, in the game in the early of the second period, he scored a goal in his sixth consecutive game. Uh, And it was actually the first goal of the game, which is kind of the sad part of this. I mean, watching the game on TV, I was excited. I thought, okay, finally, the Stars had a bad first period. But here they go. They're going to get things rolling. And of course, who who else against the Winnipeg Jets? But Jason Robertson, who, uh, like we talked about on yesterday's show, has just put up spectacular numbers against this team uh, and against Connor Hellebuck through. I think now he's played six games against them, uh, and I think he has four you know, six, seven goals against them right now uh, at this point in his career. Uh, But of course, we all know what happened after that. Things did not go very well for him or his team after he scored that goal. But he, he just continues to be excellent when he plays against the Jets and continues to be excellent in general this season. A guy who his future with the team was uncertain all the way up until basically a week or two before the season started. And now he's Far and away the best offensive player on this team right now as far as goal scoring and one of the best offensive threats across the entire National Hockey League. And he now has the second longest goal streak for a player under 23 or under uh, in Stars franchise history. Neil Broughton had a streak of seven games uh, with a goal in seven games consecutive from January 23rd to February 4th back in 1982. Neil Broughton primarily played with the you know Minnesota North Stars, was with the team when they came to Dallas, went and won a Stanley Cup with the New Jersey Devils, and then played his final season of his career uh, with the Stars again, and now has his number seven retired in the American Airlines Center. Retired all the way back in 1998, which was the year I was born, so didn't get to see Neil Broughton play, but not a whole lot of numbers up in the rafters at the American Airlines Center for the Stars, but Broughton was certainly one of the best offensive players that we've had in this franchise's history and now Jason Robertson is right on his tail for one of the records that he holds which is the longest streak of a goal scored in consecutive games at seven Jason Robertson again now sitting with six games in a row in which he has scored at least one goal and I think he has a great chance to continue the streak and tie Broughton's record on Friday night a team like the San Jose Sharks coming into town a team that surrenders a lot of goals, doesn't have great goaltending. Again, we're going to talk about that matchup later in the week when that game does come around on the calendar. But Jason Robertson is just one of the best stories in the league this season, both for the Stars and I think just across the NHL. Uh, This is a kid who just kind of refuses to go away from being an excellent player. He was a Calder finalist in his first season. He scores 41 goals in his sophomore campaign. And now, you know, the question was, Okay, can he follow that up? Has he reached his peak in his second season? And if the first month of this, you know, 22, 23 campaign is any indication, Jason Robertson is letting the NHL world know that he is not satisfied. With 41 goals. He is not satisfied with his team only making it to the first round of the playoffs and getting eliminated in game seven. This is a guy who, even though his future with the team was uncertain during the offseason, it appears that he put in the work and continued to grind and get better, stay in shape, uh, and he has not skipped a beat from what he did last season. He has been spectacular and seemingly is on a path to potentially, potentially be one of the best players in Stars franchise history. I know it's early. He's young. He still has the majority of his career ahead of him, but he's doing things, you know, before he's turned 25 that a lot of guys haven't done with this franchise for their entire careers, guys that are maybe already retired or guys that are in their 30s right now. Jason Robertson is a special player, uh, one of only four Dallas stars to score 40 goals in a season and now has the potential to set a new record for goals scored in consecutive games. It hasn't happened yet. Uh, he has a great chance to do it. And if someone on this roster was going to do it, it makes sense that it's going to be Jason Robertson with how wonderful he has been for this team. Uh, And just another testament to how well this Stars franchise has drafted players over the past few years. Uh, They've really just hit the jackpot on him, Jake Ottinger, Miro Haskin, and it seems like Wyatt Johnston has been a great pickup. Uh, Logan Stankoven continues to tear up the WHL uh, with the Kamloops Blazers and Jason Robertson is just, you know, the fruition uh, of a lot of hard work, both on his part and also on the stars scouting him, finding him, discovering his talent and thinking that he'd be a great fit. And you got to give props to Pete DeBoer for continuing to find ways to keep Jason Robertson involved in and- you know, putting him in positions to be successful. And he's being very successful so far through this season. It was great to see him get a goal last night against the Jets. Wish it could have been a few more and wish some of his teammates could have followed suit, but it just was not meant to be. But at least he gave us a brief, what, 60 seconds of dopamine, uh, 60 seconds of happiness and joy. um, And it's just exciting. We're watching uh, one of the most exciting young players in our game. uh, And it's just a true pleasure to watch him play. And I can't wait to see what else he's able to do this season. Well, we're going to take one more quick break. But when we come back, we will talk about another young stud on the Stars roster. And one that we haven't seen in a few games, but hopefully we'll be coming back soon. We're going to talk about Jake Ottinger right after this. All right, we are closing out this midweek episode of Locked on Stars, talking about the injured and rehabbing goaltender Jake Ottinger. And even though you know Tuesday was not his best outing, you, you got to give props to Scott Wedgwood, the backup goalie for the Stars. He has provided his team a great service over the past week and a half or so. Uh, he's really just gone above and beyond what a typical backup would be able to do. In this situation, I'm not entirely sure how many teams could, you know, win four games or three games out of four uh, whenever their star goaltender goes down. I don't know how many other teams have a backup depend as dependable as Scott Wedgewood and a guy who can go out against some good teams like the Edmonton Oilers, like the Los Angeles Kings, uh, and put his team in a position to win and help get them the win. It has been such a treat to watch Scott Wedgewood do what he's been doing. Uh, obviously sad to see the result on Tuesday night, not all on him, although that second goal, uh, that was surrendered. Certainly you got to, you know, put some of that blame on him there, but he was great in the first period and even had some nice plays in the third period as well. However, with how pleased I've been with Scott Wedgwood, I imagine many of you, uh, share the same feelings. It's a mutual feeling that we are pleased with what we've seen from Wedgwood ever since he's taken over the starting position since Jake Gottinger went down with injury. But I am very much hoping that we can see the return of Jake Gottinger on Friday, uh, and that is pure speculation on my part as of right now. I uh, Haven't heard too much. I know that he's been rehabbing back in Frisco, and even before the Stars left on this road trip, it was kind of the hope that you know he rehabs and he gets better, and they're going to reevaluate him, you know, sometime before this game on Friday night when the Stars take on the San Jose Sharks and you know, just uh, I think that the stars would benefit greatly from the return of Jake Ottinger. And if he's fully healthy and ready to go, I think Friday's game is a wonderful opportunity for him to kind of get his feet back under him, uh, you know, get reacclimated to playing in an NHL game and maybe even get some reps in practice before. I'm not entirely sure what the practice schedule looks like for Wednesday and Thursday, and I imagine there will be some sort of morning skate on Friday. We're going to be keeping in a close eye on Jake Gottinger and what his status is leading up to this game on Friday but despite what Tuesday night might tell you I still think that this team the Stars are in a very good place and that they would benefit greatly and be in an even greater place with the return of their star goalie I mean it's not too difficult of a game on paper on Friday against the Sharks a game that is very winnable Stars have been very good at home this season and I think they have a great chance to be competitive and really kind of Make a statement and say, hey, we played a sloppy game on Tuesday, but we're back and ready to be on a roll. And it would be great to get Jake Ottinger in that fold, get him back, reacclimated, like I said, because then, right after that, the Stars hit the road yet again. It is just a one-game stop at home before three more games on the road against some really stiff competition, teams that, as of right now, are all over five hundred. They have the Philadelphia Flyers on the road on Sunday in the afternoon, uh, this coming Sunday, and then a week Uh, from now Tuesday next Tuesday November 15th they will travel to Tampa Bay to take on the Lightning and then on Thursday November 11th they will take on the Florida Panthers again all three of those teams above 500 the Lightning obviously in the Stanley Cup finals last season as is the case for the past three seasons the Flyers one of the more shocking stories in the Eastern Conference this season and the Florida Panthers while their record might not be as great right now team that won the President's Trophy last season. They now have Matthew Kachuk on their roster. No Jonathan Huberdeau, no Mackenzie Weger, but still a very good and formidable foe are the Florida Panthers. So it's a very big road trip coming up, a big stretch, and some games that the Stars desperately need to win, uh, not only for points' sake, but also just proving that they can hang with some of the tougher teams in the league, especially in the eastern conference. The eastern Conference is just an absolute gauntlet. Even some of the worst teams in that conference are still really tough outings night in uh, and night out. And you know, those are all good teams that can do damage, but a healthy and ready to go Jake Ottinger, you know, monumentally increases the Stars' chances to have an opportunity to win those games and be competitive. Uh, I think, you know, the Stars, again, Tuesday night's game, not too much to panic over. I think they just didn't give Scott Wedgwood uh, the effort that he had been accustomed to over the past few games, and his play, you know, kind of suffered from that. And I think the team in in general just didn't look like themselves. I think it was an off game. If we had seen other games like this leading up to this one, I would be concerned. But at that, you know, the game on Tuesday night against the Jets has really been an outlier in what has overall been a productive and really good season for the Stars. And I think throwing Jake Ottinger back in the mix could only make things better. I think the Stars will learn from their mistakes on Tuesday night, and they'll play hard in the game on Friday and hopefully come out and get a dominant win. Uh, I, I don't want to just predict that right now and say that that's a guarantee to happen, but that would be the best case scenario. You get Jake Ottinger back, he plays well, and the skaters in front of him also play well and make life easy for him And what is hopefully his return to action in the NHL. Again, this is all speculation at this point, but it's very important uh, that you know if Jake Ottinger is healthy and ready to go, that he comes back as soon as possible because pairing Jake Ottinger uh, with how well he played before the injury and pairing him with a scorching hot Jason Robertson just sounds like trouble for the NHL and I would love to see both of those guys on the ice at the same time mixed in with some other fantastic players uh, and a really good special teams two really good special team units as well in the power play and the penalty kill so we're going to keep a close eye like I said on the Jake Ottinger status probably be talking about it throughout the week leading up to Friday's game against the Sharks. Uh, And hopefully we'll see 29 back between the pipes soon because the Stars need him. And Scott Wedgwood, again, ton of respect and admiration for what he's done for this team. But we're ready to see number 29 back between the pipes for the gang in victory green. But that's gonna do it for today's episode of Locked on Stars. Thank you again for tuning in and making us your first listen of the day be sure to hit that subscribe button if you're watching on YouTube. You can also find and follow us on your favorite podcasting platform as well. And follow us on social media uh, at LockedOnStars on both Instagram and Twitter, as well as my personal Twitter account at Dane double underscore Lewis. And speaking of social media, be sure to keep an eye out. Uh, tomorrow's episode will be a mailbag episode. We haven't done mailbag in a while, but I think it's time with a few days off for the stars to rip open some mailbag questions so keep an eye out on the community tab on youtube as well as on the locked on stars twitter account for the tweet the prompt uh, and then fire away your questions for a chance to have it featured on wednesday's episode but i hope you guys or thursday's episode because i'll be recording it on wednesday but it will be coming out on thursday but i hope you guys enjoy your wednesday and we'll see you back here tomorrow on thursday